First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. To my gorgeous son, the live stream edition. Yeah. Showing you the long takes, all the stuff that doesn't make it to the podcast because it gets cut out. Unfortunately, now I guess people are hearing all the shit that just goes out with us. Yeah. It's I love loved- an uncut version. It's the yeah. Apatow director's cut. All the stuff <laughs> yeah. that doesn't make it a tight film. Finally, yeah. re included. Our podcasts have fourth act. If you ever watched the 40-year-old virgin and thought, are there 25 more minutes of antics regarding virginity that I may have missed out on? So here's the thing. I got to say, with uh, my first experience with Apatow was watching the extended cut of 40-year-old virgin. And it like, I think it soured. I was like, why do people love this? I don't like this movie. I don't understand mm. why. And I honestly it was the first time I really understood pacing and what pacing does to a movie because I I hadn't seen it before and I oh, just yeah. did not connect. I, was I like, do this think movie that was, sucks. That was the turning point for a lot of people. I think because I feel like up to that point, a lot of film fans of a certain age believed that director's cut was synonymous with quality. A director's yeah. cut means it hasn't been tampered with by the suits. And then what Apatow helped us understand was that sometimes directors just don't know what's bad about what they did. They love it all because they did it. Well, and it's also because you are, and I've experienced this, this happens, I'm sure you have as well, where you like, you remember how fun it was to film or something or like the moments that were like, like really good. The crew was just fucking laughing. Oh yeah. Oh, and you, you know, you love all these performers and in a vacuum, maybe all those scenes are terrific, but you'll lay them out side by side. Who daddy? I think more movies should- should have a half an hour sequence of Jonah Hill making a jerk off joke. Yeah, I like it. I I, I guess I don't know. I Listen, mean, you know, Deadpool I'm is a big fan of the Hill. Yeah, I oh. love Jonah Hill too. I Deadpool love all of those is people. the logical extreme of Apatowism. That scene where <laughs> Deadpool's sitting across from what's his name from uh, Silicon Valley, and yeah, they're yeah. just. He's just riffing on what Deadpool's face looks like. I know. What a nightmare. I was surprised. I was surprised it wasn't just like jump cuts. I would have honestly been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. jump cuts. Just yeah, to be yeah. like, you and look like, you look like, you look like. Pretty sure I've mentioned this on this show before, but Deadpool 2 is one of the only movies I cried in. Listen, we dove right into the hard stuff, the straight yeah. goods on directors, cuts, and filmmakers, whom we respect, but everyone's mm-hmm. got their flaws. And if we don't point them out, you know, who's going to? The point is that we skipped over the most important thing, which is introducing to people to what the hell is going on here. Welcome to My Gorgeous Son, the podcast where we delve into subjects pertaining to or loosely affiliated with my beautiful boy, Andy. How are you today, Andy? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm up and ready to go. I, I had a I had a rough uh, getting up. It's hard to go. Hard to, I was up late uh, reading, uh, but I'm good to go now. I was reading a critique of pure reason. And that kept you up late. It was interesting. It was interesting. He's, he's <laughs> talking about like how scientific method has kind of destroyed reason, like, you know, the whole logic thing. And he's like, he's trying to bring it back. And never mind. I don't know. Who's this? Who wrote this? Kant. Manual this Kant. Kant. Yep. Kant. 
or Kant or cunt. I don't know. One of them. The hell? <laughs> what? No? Is that too much? Is that not right? Tom Green riff there. That's the Tom <laughs> Green riff. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's well, something you'd do. I could. Yeah. Right. Andy, I've actually been up reading uh, science books myself all night. I was reading Fantastic Four, a comic that I do not like. But I decided I'll just read every single issue to see if maybe I'd like it now. <laughs> what? Man, th- weird shit is happening during this quarantine. We're all, t- I don't know. I'm Everyone's melting and becoming the worst versions of themselves. <laughs> What's wrong if... with reading a critique of pure fucking reason? That's a good thing. I feel like they should turn that author's name from can't into won't because I won't be diving in there. How about changing his name from can't to don't wanna? Don't wanna. Emmanuel don't wanna. That's cool. Ev, you're going hard on Fantastic Four. What's the funnest element to that? Honestly, the fact that the Human Torch died and they brought in Spider-Man instead. I would like to actually t- talk about one elephant in the room. Did we talk about this? I can't. But like Everardo, what happened to your hair? Oh yeah. Like what oh, yeah. happened? I did decide to buzz it off, and I regret it immediately. It was kind of a father-son bonding moment with me and my dad. I had to go to my parents' house this past weekend, and. Uh, I had to help them move. And when I was there, my dad was like, wanted to cut his hair. And so I was like, yeah, I'll cut your hair and maybe I'll do mine too. And then uh, my mom was like, yeah, he still has these clippers. Like he uses them all the time. I was like, oh, cool, great. He's like, and then my mom made a point to tell me that my dad uses the clippers to shave his balls. Wait, what? don't like tell me that part. Big, chunky clippers? Like hair cutting clippers? Like a beard <laughs> trimmer and hair, like an all-in-one thing. Jesus can Christ. I, can I say I something? Like, I one time tried to... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Tried to shave like that. And, <laughs> and one time I... You can't do that. They cut you up. Electric <laughs> yeah. razor... Electric clippers are too powerful. You don't, They'll cut you up. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be specific in how you do it. You can't just like take a fucking razor and put it on your testicles. It's gonna, I wanted yeah. to do it willy nilly. I wanted it's to gonna... do it hard, quick, and outrageous. <laughs> oh my god! I was like trying to shave a swoosh in there. I just have but, to quickly uh, say hi, mom. Mom just messaged me in the stream. I just uh-huh. we, we'll cut that out. But uh, she's asking. I haven't talked to her in a while. She wants to know if I'm okay. Obviously, I'm okay. Great. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. Honey, he's just uh, staying up all night reading philosophy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't worry at all. Unless you find his... yourself in some sort of public institution, you see Andy walking along in a trench coat. Do not fear. I'm going Andy a looks bit like nuts. He said his light setting in his room is nighttime, even though it is a sunny afternoon currently. All right. Alexa, turn on Energize. This is what it looks like. See, it's Oh, my gross. God. Change it back. <laughs> Alexa, turn on stream time. Stream time's nice. Alexa, mm. execute Andy. You, he can't. She can't hear you. <laughs> Alexa, it's mercy com- kill Andy. She can't hear. What? So you're reading. Ev's reading. We're reading. What about you, Dad? What are you doing? We never ask you what you're up to. I've been watching shows, and mm-hmm. as you know, a lot of new streaming services are out on the block, taking advantage, or just it's timely for them. Mm-hmm. This whole self isolation bit. So I've been uh, I've been subscribing to every single streaming service I can get my hands on. Have you like guys? What? Uh, well, you guys know about Quibi. That's the biggie, right? Oh yeah, I love Quibi. Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan. Have you heard of Quiddle? Quiddle is a is a is a com- uh, is it's a competitive uh, streaming service to Quibi. What is Quiddle? Yeah, Quiddle is actually uh, they because you know Quibi has ten minute ones. They they wanted to compete, and and, and every episode is only three minutes, and you can only watch one a day. 
And wow. after 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 it, uh-huh. it shuts your phone down for 24 hours. You can't open it up. And if it does, it, it your phone catches on fire. It catches on fire. <laughs> yeah, it catches like on that. fire. It's like a virus in your phone, but you can only watch one three-minute episode a day. It teaches you like that you're watching your phone too much. Then you just gotta focus. Oh, it so yeah, that's what Quiddle does. Oh, that's nice. Have you watched Quinch? 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 It's quick programming screened no lar- larger than an inch okay all around so an inch wide it's little inch squares no matter how big your phone is or yeah. television it only mm-hmm. projects as an inch and it's so each episode is 45 seconds maximum wow oh i see and, is and it true that some I- of the biggest stars some of the biggest stars anna kendrick's on there oh. she's got she's got a show called cutie patootie where she just shows up in public places where people are bored, they're sick of life, and she just injects some real lively attitude and some nice flair. And by the time she's out of there, uh, sailing down the nearest creek in her little thimble that she fits into, people are feeling good. And it's it's also, every other actor is obviously shrunk down to the one inch screen size, but Anna Kendrick is shot to size. That is her oh. full height. Oh. So you so you just get like her eye or her belly button in the frame then obviously no 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 she no it's she's an inch lo- tall so it's the first sir, Anna Kendrick is one inch oh. tall yeah she's the smallest actor in Hollywood oh I see I see I see I thought you meant like okay no yeah I, get I thought it. that was just a rumor she's a borrower by by uh, nature she oh. she was found in a in the in a Hollywood home in the cracks in the wall. I heard she oh, borrowed almost everything her entire career from uh, Kristen Bell. Okay. I'm big into uh, a new one. Another, it's kind of similar to Amazon. It's FedEx uh, Prime, FedEx Prime Plus. Oh, what's that? Oh, FedEx Prime Plus. Um, yeah, and they just got all the all, all the failed sitcoms that never really took off. So I don't know if you remember Free Agents. It had uh, Hank Azaria. Remember okay, that one? That's, remember that's that. on there. Okay. Well, they also well, they also have 2002's Imagine That, which is another Hank Azaria uh, sitcom that I don't think wow. really made it past a couple episodes. I, no, I didn't catch that one. No, I haven't. And of course, we can't forget Brockmire. That's the that's kind of a big selling point. Oh, Brockmire. Brockmire's huge. Yeah, that's Azaria too, is, right? That's Azaria. Yeah. Yeah. They pretty okay. much just all have only Hank Azaria <laughs> sitcoms. And anything else, Andy? I feel like we. I'm oh, looking at a there's list nothing here. Else. There's one at the one at the bottom. There's that nothing you might else. Wanna, That's it. I feel like there's just one at the bottom that might be pertain to your particular interests. <laughs> I'm also watching. I'm also watching. Uh, I'm watching war f- flicks. Oh, that's what's war flicks. Andy? Oh yeah, it's the only digital streaming service created for f- f- and by fans of Warf, for fans of Warf. Featuring recut episodes of TNG to make um, uh, to make Worf look like the main character, as well as the hit show Seinfeld. Except Worf is George. Yeah. Oh, that oh. sounds good. I love Worf flicks. <laughs> I love Worf flicks. I love Seinfeld. Except Worf is George. Yeah. yeah. I love when he comes. At, he bursts in, and he's saying yeah. shit like, "Well, <laughs> she doesn't know about Globthrop." <laughs> She doesn't know about Globthrop. She doesn't know about Globthrop. There was shrinkage. Okay. <laughs> there was shrinkage. 
This is not yeah. my penis. Size. <laughs> Worf coming out saying, I was in the pool. We got to introduce our, our guest because yes, it's so please. exciting. And he's been waiting way too long. He's the best. Um, it's April 30th today, is it? Yes, which yeah, means mm-hmm. three things. It means it's Honesty Day. It's National Raisin Day. Of course, yesterday was National Grape Day. Come on. <laughs> but most importantly, it's International Jazz Day, which is why we are so happy to introduce our guest, famous jazz musician, Mr. Beep Boop. Beep Boop. Oh, wow. All right. Wow, that's he's, incredible. He's nice. coming out with some jazz right off the bat. Beep Boop. Bop, skibbity boop. Happy International Raisin Day, you, you old shrunken uh, fruits. Yeah. <laughs> you old dehydrated fruits, eh? Someone left you guys out on the counter. Yeah, you better believe it, baby. All all raisins are grapes that were left on a counter. Do you read about that shit in your philosophy book, Andy? What? Why? Why take a swing at me now over that? No. You know why? Yeah, Andy. Great. You know why? Well, can't handle. Can't? The why is his name can't? Because Emmanuel can't tell you that about raisins. <laughs> Do you think they created uh, the California raisins on April 30th? Because it was International Jazz Day and Raisin Day. And they yes, and they were up against them... a quite a tight deadline. And they stayed up all night and they were freaking out. But they, they made it. <laughs> what? I read they were up all night trying to make them look as scary as possible for children. And they yeah. just couldn't get. You know how face. many California raisins there are, right? Three. No, there's like five. There's <laughs> about five. Yeah. Okay. There's about five. Okay. You guys don't know this because you don't hang in the jazz clubs like I do. I know everything. <laughs> I'm I'm a fact master. You are a fact master. You know a lot about jazz, right? You say you, you grew up and you do the history of jazz. Jazz clubs. We all, you know, jazz is in our blood. Me and my pals, but you know, uh, we talk about everything at, at late at night after the after the shows. We smoke ciggies and uh, <laughs> we drink cocktails and we talk all kinds of facts. Yeah, you're one of the jazz greats that I, I feel like is kind of overlooked in the Thanks. in the in the discourse. Yeah, me too. What the hell? I work hard. You know what? It's because I'm nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why you that's why you're passed over because you're too nice Nice guys finish last Last. Mm -hmm. yes Mm. especially in smoky jazz clubs in toronto oh yeah well you gotta be it's a cutthroat jazz is cutthroat you're saying Mm -hmm. it's like hardcore you gotta there's where i hang out and then there's there's where i hang out with my boys and then there's the rex and everybody if you're from the rex you're in there if you're from where i hang out and play jazz whatever it's where like do you hang out and play? play? Yeah, where, where do, do you hang, hang out? out uh, I, me and my buddies uh, hang out at the Rogers Jazz Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Ted Rogers Jazz Center? That's right. It's it's oh. pretty awesome. Yeah, wow. it's a jazz club named after Ted Rogers. I think I've been there. Cool. I, it's, it's the one with the cool statue out front of telecommunications mogul Ted Rogers mm-hmm. pointing at a bugle. Yeah, oh, wow. like an army bugle. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're all like, what the hell? But he was like, no, I swear I like jazz. That was the moment when he was trying to convince a bunch of hep cats that a bugle could, uh, that was jazz too. Yeah. <laughs> the famous moment. Yeah. He was like, I was in the army. I remember jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I remember waking up to jazz. Yeah. I remember being told to charge to jazz. <laughs> well, that's cool. So you're, you're a Toronto jazz musician. I know about the, the poetry and jazz club. Mm-hmm. in Kensington Market. I'll tell you something about that club. I mm-hmm. used to live near there. 
never open when I went by. When I, 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 I wanted to go a couple times at mm-hmm. normal hours, Saturday evening, Thursday evening, yeah. never open. The Poetry and Jazz Club, the reason why it's uh, closed down most of the time, a lot of the times that is the case because a lot of the people that work there are at home busy um, cutting the uh, ankles off of their wide pants. Wait, what? <laughs> what? I, I'm just... I don't know what's happening. I'm I'm trying they spend I'm... every they're day. Cutting, they're cutting the legs of their wide pants way yeah. high past the yeah. ankle so that they will have the widest pants with the highest uh, hem. Well, that's cool. I, I don't, I've never heard of that. And that's, yeah. that's something poets and jazz musicians are doing, huh? <laughs> You guys have cats, or where are you guys from? What is this? Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't squares. know enough about jazz. Yeah, See, this is the thing, Mr. People. I don't know anything about. I don't really know that much about jazz. I don't know the history of it. I mean, it sounds like you. Did you meet any of the greats? Like, the guy you know, a lot of people. His face with his dad's balls razor goes. We're hep cats. <laughs> wow. I mean, Everardo's new haircut does make him look like an indie music vlogger. <laughs> Everardo, your head yeah. looks like your dad's balls. <laughs> so, Mr. Beep Boop, Beep it is International Jazz Day. Yeah. I don't want to force you to tell too much of your life story, but I'm always interested in how someone gets involved with jazz. And was it like a high school thing or were your parents into jazz? I grew up around <laughs> a living room full of jazz instruments that no one ever picked up. Mm. Uh, so for the first few years of my life, I was stepping over these instruments. And about the time I was four or five, I said, all right, what the hell are these damn things for? And uh, my dad was really angry and uh, said, fine, I'll show you. And he picked up a bunch of instruments and started showing me different ways of playing them. And I was in love ever since then. And I said, well, what are these uh, instruments doing here? Like, if you hate them so much, they make you mad. What are they doing here? He goes, ah, we had we had a deal with the owner of this house. Uh, a bag full of instruments attached to the ceiling had to be here when we bought it. And over the years, the bag rotted and gave way, and then the instruments fell. And both my dad and mom were lazy. They didn't pick them up. Anyways, I grew up crawling and walking and learning to walk around uh, instruments, jazz instruments. I'm sorry I asked, because that's exactly what I expected to hear. Wow! Yeah, I mean... True child! An actual kid! (laughs) This is a little beep. This is a little beep beep. Beep beep. Beep beep. beep. Make a little jazz noise. Can you make a jazz noise? Okay, no. good. No. Okay. She knows. <laughs> all about the noises you don't make, beep, beep. You know that. <laughs> and because I'm such an artist, I'm a creative artist, and I live such a crazy life, I think little beep, beep, but once, well, she'll probably end up being an accountant or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah, a fear, yeah. huh? You kind of want to have, you, you, you want to go against your parents. No matter what they do, you feel mm-hmm. like the opposite is punk, even mm-hmm. if even if it is like going into hardcore business or stocks. I know. Alex B. Keaton all over. I don't know if you guys get that reference. Is that, I remember, yeah. it's a sitcom. Family, family. Yeah. That's Family, family Ties. T- family Ties. Is that Michael J? Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox, Family Ties, conservative. Yeah. What a great dynamic mm. that was. Such a good show. I loved it. Alan yeah. Thicke wrote the theme song, oddly enough. Oh, he was a conservative child because his parents were liberal? They were, yeah, loved, they were hippies. Yeah, his parents were ex-old hippies that had grown up hippies. Yeah. So they flipped oh. the all-in-the-family yeah. thing. Oh, that's cool. I never knew that. It's actually interesting because Andy has revolted against me in so many ways. Like, I 
hate video games and I hate books. Andy's really taken all those things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, every time when I was a kid, I was always like, you got to have as much hair on your head as possible. It's the most important thing. And Andy's one of the only guys I know who's baldest is choice. Is that accurate, Andy? No, it's not a choice that I'm balding. I'm not, I I didn't choose that. You were a young dad, am I right? When you had him, you were a young father? Yeah, I mean, technically he's much older than I am, so it's all confusing. But yeah, I was pretty young when I had him. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he rebelled against you by looking way older than you. (laughs) Not much uh, longer after he had been alive. Yeah, Yeah, we call that lapping the dad in the parenting books. We got to get we got to talk about some good stuff here because what I'm curious about you might be a jazz musician Mr. Beep Boop mm-hmm. but I know that you're probably just like the rest of us and you're watching stuff to get you through this period of self isolation so I wanted to talk about some of the shows that we're watching and then maybe we can hear some of the shows that you're watching so here's a show that I've gotten real into um I know you guys all watched Tiger King and it was a lot of fun um and I guess due to the success of that uh, Netflix just released this show called Moss Bigots, and it's the world of moss experts getting absolutely turned on its head. Each episode, you watch 12 bigots duke it out for top moss guy or something. It's a lot of fun. All of them are reprehensible, but you can't help but love them. A lot of people don't t- mention this, uh, but you all probably already know watching this show, but moss is beautiful. Oh, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, jazz and moss, I feel like there's a spiritual kinship there. Well, they're both yeah. born naturally from the earth. They were here before we were here. Yeah, I remember that for the first line of the Bible. In the beginning, there was, skip it about. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning, there was the word, and that word was, skip it about. Apparently, Jesus was uh, actually nailed to the cross by a bunch of hepcats. You know what I hate about moss bigots? I mean, I like the show. But I hate all the people who are like weeks later. They're like, "All right, I'll I'll get into it now. I'll I'll finally." And it's like it's already over. That two week later moss bigot joke on Twitter. Oh, that's still yeah, bad. That's that. infuriating. Well, then you're gonna you're gonna probably feel the same way about this one, Ev, because it's another hit Netflix show. This one, um, in the sort of dating world, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Too Hot to Handle or Love is Blind. So you know what? Pushing the boundaries of what reality dating television can be like. I love their new reality show, Suck It and Propose, uh, where two strangers suck each other off and then decide on the strength of that alone whether this is the person they want to propose to. (laughs) And the tagline is so great. It's get sucked off and then propose based on that. I do. Sometimes myself personally, I've been married for about eight years now, and sometimes I do catch myself thinking back to that time just before I was about to be married. Uh, if I was only just sucked off just before that. <laughs> well, Mr. Beep Boop, I'm sorry to hear that, but we've all got regrets. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. all got regrets. Hey, well, we could, you know, we could feel that in your music, before. that kind of that pain. When you hear the trumpet screaming, that's what's happening. It's regret, regrettably not getting sucked yeah. off years ago. <laughs> I've heard that that's actually, there's actually a, a porn version of It's a Wonderful Life I've seen that's all about that. Mm-hmm. It's a guy who, who wishes desperately that he'd been sucked off before starting this whole family. So he just could have been satisfied and lead a single life. And then an angel shows him what his life would have been like if that had happened. I got to tell, I got to be honest with you guys, my jazz fa- freak fans. I uh, watched this TV show the other day called Baywatch. Have you seen that one? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it's the best. You know why I like it so much? What's that? Because a lot of the shots in it are just a girl's asses and tits. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's part of the story. <laughs> it's really good. You know oh, what? Yeah. Can I say something, Beep Boop? Mr. Beep yeah. Boop? Yeah. I feel like that was yeah. a big part of its wide appeal. Yeah. I think you're right. I understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Some people yeah. don't get it, but I, I think it's a cool show. What's there to not get? That's the thing that drives me nuts when people say, Baywatch, uh, I don't get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you how many conversations I had with people who were like, that's not realistic lifeguarding. And I had to tell them, like, look at the ass and look at the chest. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Look at, you know. Well, I have to say it's pretty realistic because I was a lifeguard one summer and I didn't save anyone. I spent my entire summer just jogging up and down the beach. Yeah, uh, holding that weird thing. Yeah, just I was kind of a little bit behind all the babes because I couldn't really catch up to them. But that is that is a big part of life lifeguard duty, jogging up and down the beach. I'll tell you one thing though: if you do watch that show, it seems like way more people drown than you would ever imagine would drown daily at a beach. Mm. Yeah, those lifeguards (laughs) are in high demand. Each one of them saves a person every day. Yeah. <laughs> How who are these idiots going to the beach and drowning all the time? They can't swim. Their beach is so dangerous. Yeah. I think it's but just I'll... a bunch of floating logs and seaweed and riptides. Once an episode, they'll sort of pan by all the signs that they don't show you most of the time. And you'll see how many dangers are on that beach. And it's crazy. It's just a it's a, I love it because it's a mesh of scenes where it it will show you a close-up of a girl's butt and a uh, bikini bottom yeah. and you will you will actually hear the sound go and then it cuts to yeah. someone <clears throat> far out in the ocean going help me please <laughs> and uh and then yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah there's a reason it's, it's won like, almost every emmy award for horniest sound mix <laughs> <laughs> every shot was like but Help me! <laughs> Did you watch that recently, Mr. Beep Boop? Yes, I'm really getting into it. I'm going to subscribe to the DVD collections. <laughs> subscribe to subscribe. it. So they're yes, just going to send it to you a month? <laughs> I heard that there's a new... Uh, yeah, and then I think on your phone now, you yeah. can get a sort of like Quibi-like app that just shows right. you the best parts of Baywatch condensed. It's not called Quibi, though, the app that you can get... <laughs> That shows the condensed Baywatch episodes. What it's called is Quiberson Estates. Oh, <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> all right. I've heard that's a really classy app. Yeah, it's for rich guys that smoke cigars and look at butts. Now, Andy, what show have you? What show have you been watching? What new show? What new show have I been watching? Uh, I don't. You know, I gotta read these. I, okay, I the show that yeah, I yeah, I know. The new show, the new show that I've been watching is "Oops, Just Worf," the latest Star Trek series about the trials and tribulations of a Klingon drug addict. Oh, fuck off! Named Worf, who travels the universe looking for a taste of Globthrop's ass bone. Watching over Worf is his parole officer. Sad data. Who never stops crying his delicious life-saving tears. Fun fact, every time Worf enters a room, he slips. <laughs> every time Worf enters a room, he slips. So 
just yeah, a little slip. Oop. Just a little slip. <laughs> he loses the respect oh. of everyone else for a moment. Yeah. So often, Worf tries to play it off like nothing happened. It's just like, what? <laughs> nothing. <straighten> up. <laughs> yeah. I did not slip. Now, here's what I want. I want to learn about jazz real quick before we get to Ev's trivia. Ev, I know you told me you have some fun jazz facts, and miss, maybe Mr. Beep Boop can contribute and clarify and tell us if these things are true or false. Yeah. Ev, do you want to give us some jazz facts? Yeah. So, uh, first of all, let's just start with right off the top. Jazz, I don't know if you guys know this, is short for jazz music. That's true. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. You okay. guys heard the word vajazzle, right? Yes. Vajazzle. Mm-hmm. That actually means to play jazz at your vagina. Mm-hmm. Vagina level. Impression. Yeah, at vagina a level. Can, yeah. A man can do it too, but it's got to be at vagina level. Yeah. Yeah. Something with a frequency at that level. And then, yeah, hence the term, do you want me to vajazzle you? And the yeah, standard reply, no. Wow. And similar word, jazzer size, another portmanteau is a combination of uh the word exercise and vajazzle hence the expression i hate jazzercise didn't know i've said that i've said that and i've never known the root of it and then uh final jazz fact uh the reason why and this apparently is the only reason why woody allen doesn't attend the oscars is because he has a gig playing clarinet oh that's fine okay that's the only reason why apparently according to him just on the topic of that sort of thing, I feel like it's harder and harder to separate the artist from the art nowadays. And never do I feel that more keenly than when I am picking up and then putting back down without listening to them, my Woody Allen clarinet albums. It's yeah, a, it's a tough. tough sacrifice. You don't, you yeah. haven't listened to it since, since what? I listened to it last month, but then in the last couple of weeks, I found out about what he did. So now I'm not listening Wait, anymore. you just found out? Honestly, yeah, like Woody Allen's a monster, but his jazz album is good. Especially like after every solo, he'll always go like, Jesus. Who's your favorite jazz artist, Mr. Beep Boop? Yeah, what Uh, kind of jazz do you do? Obviously, I'm influenced by my closest friends. Uh, On drums, uh, my favorite jazz drummer right now is uh, Crunchy. He actually makes the drums sound crunchy. And... uh, and the, he, the, when he's done playing them, the snare looks like a crunchy roll that you get at sushi. Like there's banged up little <laughs> bits of tempura on top of the drum. So it actually oh, looks wow, like wow. a... Wow. I am looking yeah. him up right now and I'm seeing a pretty extensive arrest record. This is the first yeah. thing that came up. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Thank you for helping me. Yes, that's right. He does have some issues. He's talking this... about separating the art from the, the artist from the man, I know. Mm-hmm. I like his mugshot though. It's really goofy. <laughs> he's not, even when he's getting in trouble he's always defying uh, authority so here's the thing if you if you guys have like an art thing that you want to do in public like some sort of like guerrilla art or something maybe cover up the, the penis and also if the penis is out maybe don't have it erect because then that really doesn't help your case yeah open and shut at that point from the judge's point of view yeah exactly yeah how do we know the judges don't have boners while they're sitting up there? I mean, that is my easily my least favorite part of the filmed version of To Kill a Mockingbird from the 50s is yeah. when the judge looks Gregory Peck in the eye and said, I'm going to need a recess for what's going on. You <laughs> did this crouch. to me. <laughs> and then licks his lips. He kind of yeah. crouches out Weird. of the courtroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes like this. Uh, 
let's take five folks <laughs> and he pretends it's because things got a little tense in the courtroom yeah or really yeah. he just couldn't control his bobo mm-hmm. a behind the scenes <laughs> thing of a particular mockingbird the film uh that you guys didn't know with gregory peck and everybody it, whenever they would cut they would all start laughing and be like uh down south it can't really be like this can it ha 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 <laughs> and then uh and then people would go, yes, yes, it's true. And then they'd laugh and smoke joints and, and pass around submarine sandwiches. Yeah, it was when the cameras were rolling, it was down south. But when as soon as those they called cut, it was just California living. Submarine exactly. sandwiches and weed. Yeah. Gregory Peck with a nice doobie thinking about the waves he wants to surf. I, I remember Gregory Peck was the first guy who really talked about 420 a lot. That's right. Gregory Peck was the first... Uh, guy to wear a t-shirt that had a stoned alien on it with a blunt coming out of its mouth yeah take me to your dealer shirt yeah i heard people uh gregory we can see the take me to your dealer (laughs) t-shirt yeah you can't wear that (laughs) in the shot and then he winks at all his co-stars and he says i tried let's zoom this along because we got to finish this up so without further ado our final segment it's everardo's trivia all right. Uh, yeah. So this is just kind of more jazz trivia, more jazz facts, and uh, we'll see kind of what we've all learned throughout this episode. Um, okay. So Louis Armstrong used blank to control his weight, even advocating the procedure in his book "Lose Weight the Satchmo Way." So did he use Whoa. A laxatives, B diet? Or C, did he pray to the ancient god Sachmo? Uh, well, he is the ancient god Sachmo, so it's not that. Hey, I think you are a jazz guy after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad um, I'm finally proven that to you. <laughs> It'd have to be laxatives. Andy, any guess? Uh, I have any no guess? idea. I don't know. Well, Louis Armstrong it- played the trumpet, and laxative sounds like saxophone, which is also a horn. So I'm going laxative as well. Well, you guys are right. It is laxatives. I went to Louis Armstrong Airport in New Orleans, their official airport, and I was wondering why there's so many laxatives stores <laughs> around. Like a washroom every every 30 feet. Um, what a just... wonderful... Oh, excuse me a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, do an impression of Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Realizing he has to go. <laughs> Oh. I see. Uh, oh no! And I think to myself, what? <laughs> Hold that thought. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Lily, stop singing. <laughs> Your mic is still on. <laughs> oh man! Next question: Which of the following is not a jazz dance? The Charleston, the trot. The Stanky Stomp or Black Bottom? I ain't never heard of a Stanky Stomp. I'm going to say Stanky Stomp. The only one that is a dance is the Black Bottom. I, I have a feeling you didn't make up Black Bottom, Ev. I'm, if you did, no. good. Okay, I'll give you that one. Take, that one is apparently a real jazz dance. Yeah, that's dance. a real dance. Okay. But yeah, Rolly, you're right. Stanky Stomp. Question. Wow, you're really good at Balderdash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're convincing, Everardo. Is it the um, okay. is it the Charleston, the Trot, the Stanky Stone, <laughs> <laughs> or this other one here? 
<laughs> okay, so today, who are the main appropriators of jazz? Is it A, white high school nerds, mm-hmm. B, guys who go out of their way to explain why it's okay to like Woody Allen movies, C, oh. basketball team Utah Jazz, or D, all of the above? High school nerds. D. Beep boop. I D. gotta say you're right. It is, unfortunately, all all three of those people. I love that the Utah Jazz are called the Jazz. That's awesome. Yeah, they were from New Orleans, and then they moved to Utah, but they were like, keep the Jazz part. That's fun. (laughs) Anytime a sports team does that, I love it. (laughs) Minneapolis Lakers moving to Los Angeles, still calling themselves the Lakers. There's no lakes. Toronto Raptors moving moving from Nashville, where all the Raptors are. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't make sense in toronto but it's still fun i really hate that our team was named after some dumb family's love of the movie jurassic park what else i we, love what else would we call them are the, I the, love the any towers the, the like toronto that. towers or some shit that's that, I think we should have called them the toronto fat bastard burritos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true get in my belly right the there city. Right? Something authentic for the city. The Toronto right? Sky Domes. I think uh, Raptors is fun, though, just because it's so silly. I love the yeah. combination of silliness, like coming from one stupid person's choice, plus history. You yeah. cover any, you, you give anything 30 years, it's going to start feeling meaningful. And when silly things feel meaningful, that's awesome. <laughs> all right. What's your last question, Ev? We're all exhausted. All right. This is my uh, this is my second time doing it, and I've I think I've listened a few times. I, I, by the end of this episode, now I, I, we're reaching the end. I can tell that your role in this whole podcast affair is just uh, uh, stressing and feeling awful. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. So, like, not actually contributing, just kind of being stressed out. I would actually, I would summarize it as suffering. Do you suffer through this? Yeah. Well, the first hour I like, or maybe even ha- maybe half hour, 45 minutes. And then it, then, uh, then I really wane. By, by the end, I'm just like kind of checked out. But, but you know, it's nice to be part of something. And he's got a quibby kind of brain. He's got a, the perfect brain for quibby. Quibby, yeah. yeah. Here's, an, here's, mean, an old, uh, here's an old Buddhist, uh, the, one of the, the four no- noble truths of Buddhism. The first one goes, all of life is suffering and then the second buddhist noble truth is especially andy during the my gorgeous son podcast have you seen it i like when the boot i like when the buddha says for example (laughs) i like it when the buddha plugs his patreon after every uh lesson yeah hit me up on the discord Um, all right final question question of this tribute which which jazz uh musician did i initially write off after my dad made me spend an entire afternoon burning cdrs of their music wow was it billy holiday ella fitzgerald or tony bennett gotta be tony tb it was billy holiday believe it or not <sighs> oh right. wow you're hard hardened soul hardened it's like dad i don't want to burn this i want to burn my some 41 cd instead yeah but you know I like it now. And an, another successful trivia game. That was really good. That was a good one. Well, listen, we're all, this is, this is great. This is truly, may I say, an indictment of the entire Zoom <laughs> enterprise. Well, that's the thing. It just gets to you after a while, right? Like Apparently the owner of Zoom made billions during this pandemic, but uh, he just, BBC World News just shared an article saying, 
He regrets this one though. <laughs> He's like, as many billions as I've made, get these guys off of this thing. <laughs> yeah. He said, tell them to take a nap before they use my thing. <laughs> <laughs> one guy was eating a damn burrito and babysitting his kids. <laughs> Dressed as the warmest jazz beatnik. I just paid an extra twenty dollars a month for this one for this specific specific podcast too. I pay I pay twenty dollars a month to be insulted by the guest and then get and then be, well, go, go through be suffer through this. The good stuff was about forty five minutes to an hour, but then you got a half hour if you put it all together of Ev talking. <laughs> He's an equal opportunity critic, folks. He hates them all, and we're gonna lose. We're gonna get out of here before he turns his gaze on me. Yeah, let's see what you have to say about Roly. I don't need Roly. You dumb. <laughs> Roll. You know what I the just, voice you do is so necessary to the type of humor you're using. I gotta say, I, I will <laughs> say, paper it, thin it, character who's just a guy with normal opinions. I love it when Rolly goes, "This is true, for real, true." <laughs> do you like? Do you like the, real time. Do you like the two to five minute rigmarole I have to go through to explain why I was at some of the same career events as Andy? <laughs> <laughs> so that the view, so that the listener at home's like, wait, wait, this doesn't track. This doesn't uh, yeah. tracks. Okay, hey guys, I I just realized something listening back to these episodes. Is my voice annoying? Do I think I have an annoying voice? No, I don't listen. Nice voice. <laughs> I don't listen to the episodes because just because I think I will kind of realize that it is just me suffering quietly, not saying anything and saying like, oh really? Yeah, cool. And then just, just I feel like my voice. Down. Is like what Butthead would sound like if he took uh, Second City Improv. Like Everyone loves you improv. in the chat. Ev, you do kind of sound like calm Butthead. Ev, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your voice sounds like a guy like who would be asking at the 7-Eleven if they have any medium burritos left that aren't as hot. I grew I up am- on Beavis and Butthead, okay? I love Beavis and Butthead. Hey, this uh-huh. guy I know, this guy I know, has a podcast out on the same network as you guys. Oh yeah. Called, oh yeah. What is it? Please talk about happy it. Happy good with Chris Locke and listen to what the globe and mail said about his voice. Uh, today they released this today. Oh shit. I got to fucking subscribe to the newspaper to read the article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. I actually have been listening to that podcast and it's awesome. I love it. Don't worry, good with Chris Lock. Oh, thanks. Don't worry. Or I mean, I'll say thanks to my friend. But don't <laughs> worry, Ev. In the in the Global Mart, uh, Global Mail article, they do say, even though Chris Lock is a heinous asshole and everybody knows it, his voice is <laughs> pretty smooth. So everyone's in the chats loving your podcast. They said it's really good. It's, someone it's... licked a sh- someone at Global Mail licked a shot at me. Don't worry, Ev. I'm a, I'm a jerk. And. <laughs> But Andy, it's still true. You do look like you're suffering this whole time. (laughs) Well, listen, Mr. Beep Boop, it's been a pleasure having you and learning about jazz from you. Yeah, I I told you so much about jazz. You have so much. We learned a lot. Um, Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Everardo. And thank you to our producer, Stefan. Thank you to everyone watching on Twitch and on YouTube or whatever, if that's still happening. But it has been such a treat. Thank you, Mr. Beep Boop. Thank, Thank you. you Bye. 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 Bye.
this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hello, everyone. This is Chris Locke. Thank you for allowing me to drip into your ears like some sort of sentient syrup goo from Mars. This is an invasion. I'm here to promote my new podcast, Happy Good with Chris Locke. Subscribe to it now because it will make you feel good. It's about forgetting all the craziness, the nonsense, the stress, and we relax together and laugh. It's a silly stream of consciousness guided meditation to make you feel good. And it's on Sonar Network. Listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts or on Sonar Network, but subscribe and come along with me because it will be fun. Thank you.